A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone, welcome to Redman Radio. I am Paul Mitch and I am joined this week by Mr. Thomas Dutton. Hello, Tom. hello. It's been a while since we've seen each other. I know. On a combination of Rome plus me having the weekend off mercifully, <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, so we're back here. We are, doubtless Chelsea will get a mention or yeah. two, Tom, because it kind of has to to some extent, but we're not really going to talk about it. We're going to talk once again about how great Rome was because we've not had the chance to talk about that. It was fantastic. Yeah. And we're going to talk uh, about Brighton and we're going to do a few more things in between. We're going to start with some news in brief um, before we get, in fact, no. That's not the order that we do things. <laughs> Let's have the kickoff question. See, <laughs> I've been gone for a while. Uh, Adam Boland sent this in on the uh, on the Facebook group. Now, if you're a subscriber to theredmentv.com, uh, there's an exclusive group where people who are subscribers to the website get to come over and chat and add questions to this very podcast. So do get involved if you're already a subscriber. If not, subscribe and then consider this a bonus. Adam Boland says you're combined 11 of the 0405 Champions League team and this season's Champions League team. Is this one of the easiest questions that's ever been set? It is, but hmm. it's hard because it depends who you pick from this squad. Is, right. is is where I where I found it hard. So you what you mean you've gone predominantly oh four oh five? No, 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 of course not. All right, okay, cool, yeah. Um okay, so let's go through position by position. Have you stuck with the current formation? I've gone with four three three. I figure we're gonna play in Jürgen Klopp system because it's better and the yeah. football was better. Sad. I've just had a little glance at your team and, and there's a glaring omission in mine, which is gonna make me look stupid, <laughs> but we'll come to that in a moment. Um in goal. Carius, obviously. Yeah, Carius. As much as, like, look, here's the thing, Jersey Dudek helped us win much silverware, uh, basically wins the League Cup for us in 2003, yeah. uses that as a prototype to go and win the Champions League for us almost single-handedly against AC Milan, or double-handedly um, <laughs> at times. But, no, I, I agree. I, I think Carius... Maybe this is one of those things, I think, in in, a, in the fullness of time, if we, if we win nothing with Carius in goal, yeah. in a couple of years' time, he will just be added to that list of goalkeepers who weren't good enough and did nothing for us. It's probably slightly offensive to miss out but I, 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 I've done the same. It's hard just because I like the style of play with which we can play, I mean, when Cadius is in goal. Yeah, so yeah. it just allows us to push a bit further up and then when we get to our centre-backs, we'll see why we've put Cadius in there. Okay, let me hear your back four. My back four is Trent, Carragher, Van Dijk and Jimmy Traore, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've gone for the uh, Robbo left back. But I, I, I was actually, I wanted to put Steve Finnan in there. Yeah, I, I, really I considered did. I considered Steve Finnan. Um, but no, Trent was going to get the nod, get the nod in this regard, which is funny because right here, right now, outside of these four walls, there's people having the discussion of Trent shouldn't be starting in the Champions <laughs> League final for us now yeah. because he's now we're now back. We've now gone the other direction. We've had like a month of going, what a great player he is and what a talent he is, and now we're back to where we were the week before that of like, oh, he's not good enough, he's a bit of a liability. Nah. Any consideration to Sammy Hippier? I was going to, but I mean, that, that partnership, Karen and Hippier, was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And he was a really... He scored some important goals for us, but I think Van Dijk is going to do that as well. He's already yeah. done it against Everton. I mean, Hippie's technique for the Juventus goal yeah. 
is unbelievable. So I, I'm kind of ashamed to leave him out. This is the thing where I it should be it should be Sammy Hippier again, and I, I have done this very much of the mindset that I want this to be a, I want this to be a Jurgen Klopp side, not yeah. a Rafa Benitez side, and I I again. Hopefully, in, in years to come, we'll look back at Caris as one of the great centre to play for us. At the minute, he's not because he's not had enough time to do that yeah. for us. But I, I think he's a bit, he's a bit faster. I think he's Sammy was, you know what Sammy was great. I, 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 but yeah, I, I think that I just think that maybe there's just slightly more about. We remember Sammy Hippier as a ball playing centre half, but I also remembered that that it wasn't quite the ball playing centre half that we kind of have him in, in our memory to some extent. But it's, now it's hard tough. because could you could would you've got to have Callagher in there? You've got to yeah. just purely because yeah. I mean I know Van Dijk's the talker in this team in in terms of defending, but. You want Carragher to be screaming at Trent, screaming at Robbo, screaming and at Arden. And to players. be honest, I just don't think we've nailed down that partner for, for Van Dijk. No. I think Lovren's been fine, but I, you want that guy who throws his body on the line. Exactly. And Lovren's kind of good at that, but I don't think it's as natural a thing for him as it was for a Carragher. Yeah. Right, who's your midfield three? So it's Alonso, Gerrard. And I was torn between Ox and Chanier. Okay. Because if you go on defensive, you stick Chan in there and let Gerard just maraud, or you just have Ox in there and let them Gerard and the Ox go forward. This is where I've made a complete tit of myself. Have you got a sense of defensive mate? <laughs> the future captain <laughs> of the most recent Champions League winning Liverpool team, Mr. Jordan Henderson. Now, and you know why? Because I was going to put Gerard in there. Yeah. I forgot that Zabi Alonso existed. And yes, hilariously, I've literally just reorganised the playlist on my channel. And the f- the first video is a picture of me and Zabi Alonso. And that is literally in the last 20 minutes before coming in here. I managed to look at Zabi Alonso and not enter into my head that he was it. But yeah, so I went. Because I was my instinct was go well Gerard in the in the Henderson position, but you don't want to not have Gerard in an attacking sense. Yeah. You don't want to limit that Stephen Gerrard. So I put him in the in the box to box role, yeah. in the Genie Wine Alden role in, in in this, so he can get forward and support, but he can do the dirty work defensively as well. And I put Oxley Chamberlain in there with the gift of hindsight. And I could change this, but I'm not going to because I'm stubborn. <laughs> uh, and you know, just for the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordan Henderson's much better than Xabi Alonso in that position in well the I was about to team. say that's the problem is could Xabi Alonso get about the pitch he'd do the passing so much better and imagine Xabi Alonso in his, at that age in yeah. the Jürgen Klopp team now but I don't know if I, he'd be he'd be like the he'd be like the the, the one you just let kind of do what he wants but yeah. he can't do that in this team exactly and, and, and look at uh, of course, Sabi Alonso could do it because he's phenomenal. Yeah. But he, I, I, that's the thing. I think and people people are very critical of, uh, uh, senselessly, I think, at times critical of Jordan Henderson. I think it's an underrated... Being able to move is an underrated quality. And now, Sabi Alonso, he was so far ahead of the play in his head yeah. that he didn't yeah. need that mobility because his just all-round pitch awareness gave him the extra yards that he maybe lacked in, in, in pace and what have you. So, look, don't get me wrong. This team is no worse for having Alonso in. I just think that, yeah, I, I like the... I like the, 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 the the pace of Jordan Henderson and look, Jürgen really, really likes him. Yeah, really likes him. Really, really likes him. So, I, yeah, I, I, controversial, but I have and almost exclusively because I forgot Alonso <laughs> existed. Um, is the front three the front three? It is, but there is also a shelf for Cinema upon goal, Neil Meller and uh, Harry Kuehl. I would absolutely have Neil Meller on the bench instead of Danny Ings yeah. or um, Dom Solanke yeah. because he had a tremendous habit that season of cropping up with important goals for us. We forget this. When we're looking at our Liverpool team this year, and in the moments where we've had a, a draw or two along the way and people have started to be like incredibly critical of everything yeah. around the football club, <laughs> yeah, yeah. people have got very short memories. Or maybe they're just too young, but... Like oh four oh five, we had Gibral Cisse broke his leg against yeah. Blackburn, I think it was, and he was out for the, the the whole whole of the season. We had Milan Barros who was injured for a large portion of the season, <laughs> and we had Neil Meller up front. And yeah. Neil Meller's a lovely fella, and uh, decent analyst, decent pundit, but. You know, and we, you know, he was called Gerd because he, because he had Gerd Muller because he scored lots in the youth setups and yeah. what have you. But he was never of that quality. He scored a wonderful goal against Arsenal where he admitted himself he just hit it because he was dead tired. Fair play. Um, some great goals. Cropped up in like Olympiakos. Yeah. Cropped up um, in in uh, the World Cup Championship. I think the year the year later maybe as well. But the and Pongal did a, a, a similar thing. I love yeah. both of them, but. It, no, we forget about Igor Bishkan. I mean, he's not getting in the team above, no. above Gerard or any of the players we picked, but he got us through that, them Champions League 
round. You know what I mean? He he was. That's why he's such a, a, a cult hero. Yeah. For 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 me especially, I just I just enjoyed watching him play, even though he wasn't the best. Yeah. He got us through them games, and he he's a, as much a part of that uh, 05 winning team he as anyone else. Would not. There's not a single member of Liverpool's current midfield that I wouldn't choose over Igor Biscan, by the way. Oh, I really like Igor Biscan. Um, but that, again, it shows how far we've come, yeah. I think realistically, I mean, spine-wise, I'd still, I would still... We, 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 the thing that makes it hard is that we had no attack that season. Gibral yeah. Cissé was exactly. a, legacy, a legacy signing from, from Ulier, who Benitez kind of had to carry, and it was telling that he ended up playing in right wing a lot because he didn't know... What to do with him? Yeah. You know, it was eventually we ended up on the path where it was Fowler and Crouch, and then and Kout, and then eventually we got to Fernando Torres. Um, but yeah, Gerard. I think uh, to be fair, I think Carragher, Alonso, and Gerard. There's more than enough to make this. Maybe that's the addition this summer of insert young centre half to partner Van Dijk. Yeah. Maybe it's um, Naby Keita. And maybe it's Nabil Fekir or yeah. whoever to come in, and they're the ones that make this team to, to take it up to the next level. It's amazing just how much stronger that team would be if we had Reynard in goal as well. I think mm-hmm. just just for the next season, I know Cadius could be amazing, but Reynard was that step up yeah. in terms of Absolutely. goalkeeping that we that, that we still kind of need. Just yeah. a, a someone proven. Yeah, definitely fantastic question. Thank you very much, Adam Boland on the Facebook for sending that in. Um, news in brief then. So as mentioned, Nabil uh, Fekir. Uh, it's been strongly linked and all the talk is very much like it's done and dusted. Um, we'll see. I saw a great video clip of him playing in the, uh, it was was it the Leon Derby? And he, he, he made it 5-0 and took his shirt off and held it up in front of their fans. And they rioted <laughs> while on the pitch and it took them half an hour to calm wow. the game back down again. This team, our team, I've said this before, is sorely lacking in balance. Have you seen him play as well? He's, 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 he's a good footballer. He's very good. You know what? He, he reminds me of the Lallana in the way that he's got the touch and the skill. But then it's Coutinho with like his, if, his, his feet are so good. I know I'm watching little clips of him. I need to watch him play a game. Yeah. Um, but as far as YouTube compilations go, it's up there with the best. You yeah. know what I mean? He's up there with the Argo Aspas of yeah. this world as yeah. far as top quality YouTube compilations. Genuinely. Interesting. No, I mean, everyone's been banging this drum. Big fan. People are, a lot of people are big fans of him. We've been getting his name mentioned, nothing to do with Liverpool. Like, you know, like, I've not heard this as a rumour until yeah. recently, but, like, go back to, like, last summer when people were doing, like, their dream signings. Yeah. His was one of the names that came up uh, more often than not. Uh, Christian Pulisic's links have resurfaced again. Fine, I thought we, I think we'll always, that's always going to be there. And I think it's easy clicks, whether it's true or not, because we know there's a strong interest from Liverpool there. Yeah. He's a good example, Tom, of a guy who, we we mentioned this. I think it might have been on the podcast. It's been on shows recently where Liverpool getting to a European Cup final, whether we win it or not, is the kind of thing that makes a player go, "Wow, yeah, uh, okay." So you know, Pulisic might be looking at Dortmund all of a sudden and going, "Well, I'm not going to win the league anytime soon." Yeah, I'm a, a, a how far a Dortmund, Dortmund ended up in the you know in, in the yeah. Europa League. How far off am I from getting to a European Cup final? It might. He's one of those players. I think that would have. It could well have his head in. It could make it an easier job to get older. Definitely, and I think he's nineteen, so he's probably looking at Trent as well and going, "Look how much he's kicked on in one season. That could be me when yeah. I'm twenty. I could be twice the player I am now, just because of Jurgen Klopp and his team and the philosophy that he instills in people. So, if I was him, I mean, I'd join Liverpool because I'm a massive Cause Liverpool Because you, you, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean. But look, he. he he could play in the Ox role. I know he's he, he's played on the wings, kind of for Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not 100 percent sure of that who scored. Yeah, he can play me. from the left, can't he? But he, yeah, you're right. I, I wonder whether he's one of those who we bring back a row and yeah. we make him more of the attacking, more of an attacking player. Yeah. Um, but I've, knowing that he can play there, he gives you just gives you the squad depth that helps yeah. us out with, with with what we need. Definitely. I, I, if I'm if I'm Jurgen Klopp and I'm having another of my secret conversations with players that we really like, I'm saying. Right, you've got four years till the next World Cup. Yeah. America didn't make it this time, mate. You are going to be the biggest superstar that America's ever seen. Yeah. And you, you, I'm gonna, I'm showing him Portugal, and I'm showing him Egypt, and I'm showing him uh, Wales. You know, for the European Championships, and I'm saying you've got the chance here to be the Ronaldo, the Mo Salah, the Gareth Bale yeah. of your country, and drag, uh, you know, and drag your country to a major to, to the to the next World Cup, and you're gonna do it at Liverpool. And he goes. 
yeah man or something um, <laughs> like German yeah <laughs> um, yeah and Dembele linked as well as man Dembele from Barcelona I, I mean not sure how likely that is but he he's a good example of I would love us to get end up getting him because they paid like hundred something million for him yeah, because yeah. they panicked big time yeah. I'd love us to get him for a really I don't know what a reasonable fee is, is these days but I'd love them to have to take a loss yeah. to move him on and bring, bring to us. Still got loads of talent. Not quite worth out from a bar. Well, that's it. His stats aren't very good. So he's 11 starts, six off the bench, and he's scored three. We've been, we've been kind of, um, what's the word, spoiled by Mohamed Salah. <laughs> you expect someone to come on the wings and you've got to be getting a 10 goals at yeah. least. Uh, I know he's, I know he's played. He's, but you can say that he might not have got enough starts, but he's playing in that Barcelona team with these players. Yeah. I know he's been injured as well. Exactly, he had the injury but, problems when he first. It took him a long while to get back in, and maybe you know, and he came in at the back end of pre-season as well, didn't he? So he's not really had time to settle. So he, he'd expect him to be better. But to be fair, it's not like Coutinho said that. You know, he scored loads of goals. He played from true. the left and not been the same player as he was for us. Um, but I, he, again, that, that's one of them players. This is all—they're all exciting young talents. Yeah. That's where I think Liverpool will go big this summer. I think you know the, the, there was talk that Klopp said it in January. Like you don't buy your Coutinho replacement in in January. You buy it next summer when you've had time to scout and you've had time yeah. to prepare and you get your bids bids straight. I'd be happy with any of those three, or in fact all three of them in the <laughs> summer. That would be great. Um, a bit of breaking news actually. Joe Gomez, uh, reported by James Pierce of the Liverpool Echo, uh, is out now for the rest of the season, which is not you know too long all told. But yeah, he's had ankle surgery. Um, it's a blow, isn't it? It is a blow. It's hard. You just will need that cover. I know clients back. And well, that's the, that's the that's the yeah. one saving grace of this is that he's probably realistically our third best right back at this point. Yeah. So, and that's only just by timing more than anything else because yeah. we've had climb back for a few weeks now. Um, so we are. That's not the blow that it would be losing someone on the other on the other side. Maybe yeah. like if you lost Moreno, yeah, be you'd hard. be you'd be thinking. <laughs> We're only an injury away from having to totally change fundamentally what we what we do. Whereas it's a disappointment for Gomez, but it's probably it's it's come in the one position where we've actually got a bit of cover. That's it. I don't think he would have played anyway. I think Klein gets the minutes against Brighton. Uh, I know we need to win that game, but I think he does just so that Trent then comes on in the final and Klein's got minutes in his legs yeah. playing with the team. So we're not. It's not a panic if Trent needs to move to midfield for whatever reason. Client can do that. That it is hard because again he can cover the right back position and the mm -hmm. centre back position. Yeah. Uh, if we ever need to go to a back three, he could have played the right centre back position. He's look. He's a, I know he's not played that well in the past few games, but he's been really good this season. Again, yeah. we've forgotten him and Trent were rotating in and out, yeah. and they were both at a really good level yeah. at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just it's just annoying because you just don't like it. just don't like to see it we saw this a few times uh, when we got into major finals and it's just it's annoying the lads have got to come on in the suit and you want them to be you want them to be part of it yeah. they put in the shift to get us there yeah. Oxley Chambers another great example of that you know you want to see those lads take part even if you know even if it is only a, a, a bit part so yeah bit of a shame but all the best Joe Gomez and, and get better soon mate um Last thing before we move on to, to, to talking about the actual footy, Stephen Gerrard, we know now, confirmed as Glasgow Rangers boss. Uh, I've done a video about this on my channel. I think I could see it from both ends, whether it's a good decision or a bad decision. I'm seeing a lot of uh, angry yeah. Liverpool stroke Celtic fans yeah. who have, have decided to probably set fire to their Gerrard shirts and what have you. A lot of people saying he's, he's, he's never coming back to Liverpool now because, you know what I mean? I, 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 I think he... In my opinion, I would have liked to see him stay for another season, but then does he get the chance to go there? Sam made a really good point last time when we spoke about it, and he said Rangers is a team where you go and you're expected to win every game, yeah. and that's what you need to do to be a manager of Liverpool if yeah. he ever wants to do that. He has to have that mentality in every single club he goes to. There's no point going to Southampton and going, well, there's seven or eight teams there that we're going to go for a draw for. You can't do that for yeah. Liverpool. You need to protect your, your mystique to some extent yeah. as well. Like, And look, it's not going to be playing sailing for him in the SPFL at all. But I, I think he carries an aura. I saw those photos of him, and it's weird. And maybe, look, this is one of those things that you, it hides that you can look totally stupid saying, but I remember when Benitez came in and he looked like a manager who could lift the European trophy yeah. for us. Klopp walked in and he's like, you can just you can just see it. I see Steven Gerrard, and I can see him lifting the league title there. Yeah. And it's just that thing as well. Is I, I think he will. He, he's learned under Brendan. 
he knows what Brendan Rodgers' philosophy is. He'll know the weaknesses to it as well because he's been he's been part of it. And I think as well, I think he probably feels that he's got. I think he'll, you know, he's the kind of guy who'll go toe to toe with Brendan Rodgers and just be like, he, I think Gerard thinks he's bigger and better than. I mean, and he literally is bigger and better than Brendan <laughs> Rodgers, yeah. significantly in height oh, yeah. and in terms of footballing stature as well. Yeah. So I don't think he'll have any any fears. And you know, it's people seem to be focusing on the what if it goes wrong, what if it goes right. Exactly. He, he comes to Liverpool in five years' time with a couple of you know, some domestic silverware and and a. a a modicum, a handful of European games at worst under uh, under his belt. Yeah. Maybe then go, could he? But then maybe he goes somewhere else. Maybe he goes on to another step up. Maybe he goes to a got a Porto yeah, or a, exactly. or a Benfica or a whomever or an Ajax or something like that, yeah. and does another league where it's not super super competitive, but you get the chance. You know, you yeah. get all the experience. I think it's a, I think it's a good move. I I was having a conversation the other day with um, some of my mates, and they were saying that there aren't many world-class footballers who've gone on to be world-class players. And I understand Managers. that sentiment. Managers, sorry. But I understand that sentiment. But then you look at... It doesn't matter about your footballing ability. I don't know what Gerard's like as a manager. Yeah. He could be garbage. He could be unreal. And yeah. it's about... I, I, you're never going to see that when he's managing the under-18s. You're never going to see that. So him going to Rangers at least lets us see his style of football... Because I don't know what Gerard's style of football is. That's a mad thing to me. Is yeah. Gerard's always been dictated to, and you're playing on a right wing, you're playing centre offensive mid. Now he, you get to see what he kind of thought of all that. He's taken all that in from all these great managers, learnt under Jurgen Klopp, all these players, different styles of play, seeing how it goes wrong with Roy Hodgson, yeah. seeing how not to be. Yeah. It, he's got the experience there. I, I'm, I can't wait to see how exactly. it goes. You know, Ger- Gerard Houllier, Rafa Benitez. Jurgen Klopp in the last, in, you know, in, in, in recent times, yeah. you know, the Brendan Rodgers at the time, Fabio Capello, Sven Goran Eriksson, yeah, you know, these are these are some of the the biggest names in, in in management. Some of them slightly more so than others, of course. <laughs> but you know, he, right, he's, he's been there and he's done it. So yeah, it will be very interesting to see. And he's got the character for it. One thing it does, it has prompted. We've seen a, a, a link today. He could potentially take Dom Solanke on loan. I think some Chris mentioned it to me the other day, like, like. I said Danny Ings. I was like, Danny Ings would go to Rangers and be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You could take a player like that and he would go and score 20, 30 goals in Scottish football, yeah. make a massive make a massive difference. And I'd actually, I'd, seeing the Solanke stuff, if you consider the lad who, um, what was his name? The lad they signed, Celtic signed from Fulham. Um, uh, Ryan... Sessignon. No, no, Ryan Sessignon's the kid out, kid out Fulham at the moment. But oh, the, you know, course, the, the yes, centre forward. Is he a Dembele? Yeah, I think Dembele? it's Dembele, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's gone there. He's gone from the Championship and gone there and was like the hottest prospect in, in, mm. in Scottish football. There's a real avenue there and the same sort of learning curve goes for the players as it does for Gerrard is that you can go and send lads there to, to, to play some relatively competitive football. Hopefully, you know, if they qualify, get a few get a few uh, European games under the belt as well. Get to feel some real hostility yeah. and anger, you know what I mean, directed at when you're playing and, you know, hopefully come back. Damn sight better, I think, than going and playing League 2, League 1 and to some extent Championship. And you, you can lose games without there being a massive amount of pressure. Liverpool, I know, obviously Rangers want to win every game, but you lose a game for Liverpool and everyone's heads fall off and you're the worst player. We saw it the other day. Whereas take some of them losses at another team where people aren't really watching you but you can still put in good performances you can still put in but well, I think the more the flip of it is more you can put in bad performances and the team can still win games yeah, moreover yeah, yeah. in 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 that league because they should be better than the vast yeah. majority of the teams in that so you're right you can you can do a little bit of learning on the job to some the, extent the main thing for me with that one though is are we bringing Origi back we we can't leave out we're bare in the front positions anyway yeah. I know Solanke's not scored not had many games but Origi's played there uh, 21 times and nine off the bench. Only scored five, but he's a presence, you know what I mean? I honestly, I think we're done with Origi. I think really, see, I just don't think he's got what it takes. I don't think, you know, I think if our, our, our centre forward, and that's why I, I would be, Dom Solanke going on loan would make more sense than Danny Ings, because yeah. Danny Ings is still that very poor man's Roberto Firmino in yeah. that regard, just because of the work rate and how, you know, how much he tears around the place and his, his understanding. And he's got a little bit of an eye for goal as well. Yeah. I think we'd be more likely to, to double down on 
players on the you know wingers. I don't think we need yeah. that many centre forward options. If Rian Brewster is going to be coming up into the squad, true actually. Rian Brewster, Danny Ings, then you if you get one or two fast lads, you can play either side. You've got the options to play Mo Salah centre forward yeah. or Mane centre forward, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. make up your numbers in, in that regard. But loads more of that type of talk to come from now until the uh, until the window closes at the start of the new season. Steve Hall is doing the Reds transfer roundup show on the RedmenTV.com every single week. Every single Liverpool transfer room are covered in depth and detail. Perfect time to start your subscription. We'll be discussing all these players, particularly uh, Fekir this week. We're going to be delving deep into watching as many highlight packages oh, yeah. as we possibly can. So watch that show. That'll be out on Wednesday evening on the RedmenTV.com. So Tom, let's not talk about Chelsea. Um, <laughs> the first thing that the, the first and only good thing that came out of that game was that tremendous, beautiful South song. Great song, isn't it? I, I, it's weird the amount of new songs that have been made. And it's all because of just Champions League football and and how the the, the great feeling around it. And Salah's got about Salah's got about seven <laughs> songs. Actually, got more songs. Mo Salah is like you know you see those stats and it's like Mo Salah scored more <laughs> goals than. 12 of the teams in the yeah, Premier League yeah. he's got more songs than 12 of the teams in the Premier it's League ridiculous. as well and I love it all it's 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 always a good feeling you always want to have new songs you want to be learning new songs I remember the first time I learned Paul Scouts with Tommy and I yeah. was buzzing to face singing in the cop and I can't wait to sing that one yeah. in the cop or in the ground around the ground and because uh, that's it I still haven't sang it with, with loads of Liverpool fans yet I'm still in the process of learning the words humming it to myself it was funny because it, it, for me it was like, uh, like uh, Ale 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 we, like, that came out in Portugal loads of lads were singing it all day long and we were singing it on the, the tram up to the, to the to the station and what have you or the train up to the station uh, up to the ground and the um, and then it kind of st- the next game it started to get sung yeah. this is the kind of thing where we've got a couple of weeks now get this get this learned get this practice and get this ready for Kiev yeah. and that I I think you're dead right on that, and it's what what the beauty of what this this cup runs done for us, you know. And, and look, in, in three weeks' time, we'll be able to sit back and look at the season as a whole and, and, and identify what happened and whether it was a, a truly magnificent season, or whether it was just a good season, or whether it was a disappointing season, whatever. Yeah. Um, but you're dead right, and what this has done is it's given us it's given us stories, yeah, and it's exactly. given us songs off the back of it, and it's interesting, I was talking to a fella from me, um, one of the dads at my lad's school, and he was saying about how each you get new songs every year, basically, and there's so many songs that we've had, the new songs that have come about in the last in, in the last few years that they start to supersede old ones and whatever, and they, 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 right, they come about through being in great situations, you know, um, Poetry in Motion yeah. came from thirteen, Fantastic. fourteen because we were just we were just so good. That was when that that one that one blew up. But the fact that we the volume of songs we've generated this exactly. season tells you everything you need to know about how good this season's been. And I, that's it. I uh, literally I love hearing. There was the Oxlade Chamberlain one which he can't sing because he's not played. I love that song. I I I heard it in the car, pissed myself laughing, and then proceeded to sing it for the next three days. And I. It's it's about people being open to this as well. It's not wool to sing these new songs, you know what I mean? But but that's that's been a thing sometimes where it's like, oh, what's that lad singing for? Whereas if you're in a really good mood and Liverpool are playing boss footy, yeah. there's no you'll sing whatever it yeah, is because you're bladded, you're in the cop having the best time, or you're in Europe on a on a train. Yeah. Going well, we need to pass the time somehow. It's five hours to get to wherever we're going. Let's make a song. Yeah, no, exactly. And I love the fact that they're taking off, and I love the fact that we're going through the '90s songbook as well. Yeah. It's interesting how things happen. And it says to me, actually, there's a generation now who are like lads who are around my age and slightly older, probably like in the in the in the, the mid '30s to, to mid '40s, yeah. and it's now you know we're not making songs off. Beatles songs and stuff yeah. anymore. It's stuff. It's it's those songs that we're fucking making. So again, we're doing we're doing dodgy songs and beautiful South songs and James songs yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's absolutely amazing. And one thing it leads on, obviously going back to to Roma last week because we've not really had a chance to talk about. It. Chris and I did a, a very very impromptu podcast in in Rome Airport, which wasn't um, wasn't the, the best of audio quality, <laughs> shall we say? Uh, it was what it was. Um, but the, for me, obviously, you were in, you were back here. You were in the cop. I was there. The atmosphere of both was just out of this world. I didn't know what to expect, so I went down with Jamie, Ross, and Ben, and I, I was I was unsure if it was going to be subdued and stuff. And while we were getting into the ground, we sat on the cop, 
waiting, everyone's nervous and you can feel like the anticipation brewing. And as more people came in, more people were singing. And the best part about it is you were, it, it felt like a game that you were in Anfield for. It was a really strange atmosphere, but in the best way possible. And we were in the middle, so we were a bridge, which I love being, so you can hear it from one end. Yeah. And then you hear it and you just stand up and start singing it. And there's four of us, so we can get a nice little vocal going. Yeah. There's people down in front of us who are joining in with us every time we try. And that's the best kind of... I love going to the game and singing. Yeah. And that's what I was worried, that it wouldn't be. Yeah, it would be like, oh, we're watching the game. Be blah, like, blah, sitting blah. In the main, like sitting in the main stand yeah. with, a, with a blanket on your knee watching it was like, it on telly. It was like being in the cop hall. It was like... It was like a, a, yeah, it was just unbelievable, and the scenes afterwards were stood outside the park, blocking the road for an hour and a half, singing "Ale Ale Ale," and I, I, I can't wait to see Liverpool. If we win this Champions League, Liverpool is going to be one of the best places in the world to be for weeks. It's mad, and because it, 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 it's we've just got such a great history of doing that, and it feels like. It feels like there's, there's something that's been missing for a number of years, and we, we've had it periodically. You know, we had it under peak Rogers because it took a few years because you know, no one was really convinced by his appointment at the time. Yeah. So we had to win everyone over with the style of footy that he was trying to play. And Rafa came in, and look, it, like, domestically, we were pretty terrible at that first season, but we went on and lifted the European Cup. Yeah. Julio came in under a joint manage, managership with Roy Evans, which was an absolute fucking oh, yeah. disaster. And it took a while for them to, th- th- them to get going. It feels like we've got a proper unity now. Yeah, definitely. He's still got the odd whopper out there, and there's no there's no accounting for weirdos like. But the um, not just a, like everyone buying into what the manager's doing, but there's a unity and there's a symbiosis between the fans and between the players. Yeah, and there was never more evident to me than the celebrations at the full time whistle. And obviously, we did a few of the videos, done the vlogs and what have you. So you'll have seen it by that and by a BT's coverage, etc., etc. But like the. The game finished and they came over and celebrated and they clapped and they've done that before. They did that after Man City, yeah. they've done that after Porto and all that kind of stuff. But it was like they hung around for a bit longer. Then Mane breaks ranks and goes <laughs> in to jump in with his brother and he's jumping up and down, waving his arms and celebrating everyone's getting up for it. And then you've got Henderson asking for the Sean Cox flag yeah. and bringing that out and, and standing there and posing for that. And then you know, you've got all, like, all the players break ranks and they all go over to the crowd and they're all celebrating and getting right up because they're like it's like someone's gone selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Because they get told constantly, like, keep your distance, yeah. keep safe. You are the, you know, and it's like they've just gone, nah, we're going to appreciate this. We're going to soak it up and we're going to take right it for there. what it is. And I think that was the beauty of that is that that's what is it. it there's a, there's a, a mutual understanding that, this is a shared experience yeah. that, you know, you, you don't get, whether you're good or not, you don't get to European Cup finals every season. No. So there's a degree to which 
go and enjoy it. Enjoy go it. Go and soak it up. That's the best part. I I just I love seeing the the the, 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 the as soon as the final whistle goes and Jordan Henderson's going yes and and that's exactly what every one of us were doing and and yeah. I I yeah it, it it is one of them where it, it is a Champions League final and it means so much to everyone to for them players to say I'm in a Champions League final. There's not many players in the Premier League are going to be able to say at the end of their careers, I at least got to a Champions League final. I deserve to get there. And I just love all of it. I love the fact that, yeah, just the Reds are it, amazing. It was it. just, you know, there was just so much of it. And it, it's and, you, and again, even when the manager does it, like, he was dead naughty. He did his press conference and he just comes, he just comes out for like a... Yeah. and then he starts doing like gets because there was like a big the main group and then there's another group of Liverpool fans off off in obviously like a, 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 a neutral section or whatever and he's making us go like this and making them go arms in the air and he's just he's literally pissing himself laughing yeah. having a laugh with it because this again it, it, there's a great um, podcast that Graham Hunt has done with Jürgen Klopp and I, I've only listened to the the, the 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 start of it but you get that sense of him how. He just tries his best to enjoy life yeah. as much as possible, and it's definitely a lesson we could all learn. Is that life is stressful, and there's so many difficult things that you go through, and you know, particularly football. The football season can be a fucking slog. There's oh, yeah. no getting away from oh, it. Yeah. You know, you know, you go through the cold and the wet, and the, the late kickoffs and the early kickoffs, and sometimes the performance is a bit flat, and sometimes the atmosphere is a bit flat. But you know what? When you reach the moments like like this, you realise that. You know, you've got to not. You can't be too judgmental of the on the journey, yeah. because ultimately football seasons are judged in chunks. The judge, the judged yeah. in isolation and amongst themselves. This is where you've got. You, if you can't smile now, you're never going to be able to smile. It's mad when Jurgen Klopp first came in, and we were all made up because we knew just what a great manager and man as a whole he was. And he said, oh, "I'm here to turn doubters into believers." and Regardless of what that final result is going to be, he has turned everyone into believers, yeah. and that is to do that in the short amount of time. It, I, I want to follow this man everywhere he goes, yeah. no matter what he does. I love following him. Yeah. I'd follow him to the end of the earth, just to, just to hear, just to see him fist pump, yeah. just to see him happy. Yeah. I'd make him. You know what I mean? Yeah, He's that yeah. much of a brilliant person to me it's, yeah. it's unreal how the, good he is this is the period now and this is why I say I think there'll be this is where the period where there'll be fans of other clubs who'll be trying to have a, have a pop and lucky that's kind of become fans of other clubs yeah. job isn't it to try and gain some sort of gleam of hope and light into their miserable existences <laughs> um, but this is the period now where we don't have to worry about the specifics of the game yeah that come that look, we've got two weeks until we have to start really thinking about the game itself yeah. obviously there's Brighton which we're going to come on to next um, but this is the period now where we just get to enjoy it and this is what I'm saying that like you know this is the time where you can sing all your songs every single song that we've learned along the way you can practice your songbook you can go through them you can go and sing them yeah. in pubs and you can sing them on the streets outside of and you can go to Anfield at the weekend and, and sing them have a good time enjoy it you can watch all the goals because they still exist everything exists in possibility yeah. it's not like like it's hard watching the Europa League run back from yeah. two years ago because yeah. you know it didn't end the way we wanted it to end and as much as it's great watching the Dortmund highlights back they, they are tainted ever so slightly so this is the time now this right here right now if you're watching at home if you're listening at home this is the best time Football doesn't get any better than this, other than <laughs> other than actually winning the trophy, and it, and you know, and that that is something else that catapulted to another to an absolute another level, another dimension. But that is just a a fifty fifty chance. That's a straight gamble. That's a straight shootout. Yeah. So if you're waiting for that to be happy, then you you've got you've left yourself with a very strong chance, a very very strong chance of being very unhappy. Yeah. Enjoy it now. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Because there is no stress and no pressure on us right now. Yes, there's an important game of football to come in the Premier League at the weekend. But other than that, this is literally I mean, this might, is it. This is the this is Nirvana. Exactly. We might look stupid at the end of it if we don't win it and we've been singing all these songs. But who cares? Yeah. If if this man's gonna laugh at me because where have you been? What have you done this season? You've been watching dire football and you've done nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and maybe maybe they'll win a cup. But um but st I, 
when everyone matter. goes let, back. Let, let everyone play their own game. Let everyone exactly. do their own thing. And the, the problem we've got with the internet and the way it's changed now is we never used to be um, kind of put in, put in front of fans of other clubs. Yeah, this yeah. never used to happen 10 years ago. You'd have your own little group and you know, you socially you'd meet up with people and you wouldn't even get that, that bad. You get a bit of jokes. Now you get vitriol. Yeah. And it is, it all comes from a point of jealousy. It all comes from a point of, a, a place of point scoring. And it's like, I'm not asked about Man United. I'm not asked about the type of football they play. You know, they're, if they're happy with their season, let them be yeah. happy with their season. If they're upset with their season, let them be upset with their season. Same goes for any other football club in the world. And that's the beauty of what we've done is that for the first time in years, I don't have to turn around and look at another football club and try and gain some glimmer of satisfaction yeah. from seeing them fail to make me feel better about my own football club. And that's an inevitability of it, unfortunately. You know, it's maybe it's a bit of a Trumpism or whatever like but it is that thing of if something's bad you go yeah but what about yeah. these guys well fuck them guys it's all about us we get to spend the next two and a half weeks watching every single goal <laughs> every single skill move reading every single word of every single line of every single article that is posted on every single website and newspaper around the world that is gearing us up towards this final yeah. what a time to be a Liverpool fan what a time to be alive I love it and and um, at the start of the season you said I just want Liverpool to create records that, that we can look back at we have done that with a plum this mm. season and it could get even better if Mo Salah gets the goals against Brighton, you know what I mean? Yeah. And to to sit there and just look at what this squad has achieved and and that's the thing, I'm proud of every single Liverpool player there. I cannot look at, like, some United play, uh, fans might look at Pogba and say, oh, he's not been good enough. Ozil for, for, for Arsenal yeah. might be like, oh, he's not good enough. Every single Liverpool player, whether they're good enough or not, whether you think they're good enough or not, has put 110% yeah. into this run. And... I can't be I can't be disappointed at the end of it because of that and and that's that's the best thing about this Liverpool side and that's why I love the unity like you said before yeah. we're all backing each other we all want what's best for each other and it shows on the pitch when the smiles on the players' faces oh, it 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 just makes you happy to see to see this Liverpool team like this at the moment. Exactly. They just know we've got the back and that's yeah. absolutely incredible. Hey, right, we're going to talk about Brighton in a moment. Before we do, I need to tell everyone, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, if you're listening to it on your podcast app, if you are in Liverpool this weekend, ahead of the Brighton game, we are doing a live show in the city centre. Soundbart on Duke Street. Yes, 52 Duke Street. There you go. Uh, tickets are available right now. If you're a subscriber to the RedmenTV.com, they are 50% cheaper. Uh, we'll put a link underneath the video, underneath the podcast or you can get it there's a it's the pinned tweet on at the Redmen TV at the moment if you want more information on that but we are going to be there we are going basically look it's a season celebration I think it's going to be boring and drab quite the opposite <laughs> you've clearly never seen how we do this before uh, there will be some chat we will be talking through the high points of what has been a phenomenal season so far we will be singing songs oh, yeah. we will be playing games we will be dancing and there may be drinking as well um, and yeah we're going to roar ourselves on we're going to cheer ourselves up we're going to head into Brighton the next day and then obviously on to the Champions League final in Kiev so whether you're coming or not or whether you want it maybe you're thinking oh, what do I do this weekend how do I how do I support Liverpool when I'm, I'm a bit far come up Come and do the party with us. Come and sing some songs. And then maybe go and check the game out in the pub, even if it's around Anfield. Yeah. Promises to be a phenomenal atmosphere. It'll be very much a, uh, an upbeat experience this week on Merseyside. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're not sure what to do and you think, oh, what, what do I do this weekend? Come and check us out. Promises to be absolutely amazing. Um, they're normally a good laugh, aren't they? They are fun. I, I, uh, I especially remember the one in Germany. Yeah, I... Uh, I mean, I don't remember the last part of the night. <laughs> um, that's a story for another day. But no, it was. it's great just to, I don't know, you yeah. just get to sing songs, be with other Liverpool fans and have a bevy. Yeah, and if you want to hear some of the stories that Tom alludes to that we can't tell you on the podcast <laughs> or on the shows, come and speak to us. Come and get face-to-face. -face. We're basically going to do a bit of a show. We'll do some parties. There's going to be people playing Liverpool songs. We'll have a laugh. And then we're just going to be around having a drink. So if you want to come and talk to us and have a catch-up and, and talk about the season face-to-face -face and what have you, then absolutely, that should be an absolute belter. The German one was class. The best thing about that, and I'll tag if people can ask me more about this story, but we were technically the support act for... Gary McAllister, Vladdy Schmeicher, and was it was it 
Berger? Was it just Schmidt? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, we've got the things down there. It was Berger. We've got sign cards down there. Um, and they almost weren't allowed to go on stage because <laughs> we'd made the room and the audience too rowdy yeah. off the back of us. So, yeah, we uh, we don't do things in half measure. So come down, have a, have, a, have a bevy of chat and a bit of a party for us in Liverpool this Saturday from 8 o'clock. Um, it promises to be an absolute belter. Okay, then, Tom. Brighton next. Um, look, it would have been nice for this all to be sewn up. We can sit here and we can lament drop points yeah. in you know a number of games in recent in recent weeks. It is what it is. Keep boiling it back to this time last year. We crawled across the line. This time, you know, if you'd said, "Okay, well, we're going to finish third or fourth." It's going to come down to the last game of the season again. But, oh, oh, oh by the way, you're also in the Champions League yeah. final. I'd have taken that all day long. Yeah, and I mean, it's weird. I've got two different ways of thinking about it. But the positive way of thinking about it is it's all geared up to be one of the best atmospheres at Anfield this season. Look, I know it's only Brighton, but it's last game. We have to win it. And if we win it, we know that we've got Champions League sewn up. And say it's 2-0 at half-time and Mo Salah's got both of them. You know he's won that record. You know that... You can go into the Champions League final on on a high. They're gonna be all made up after yeah. the game, and and that's how I'm choosing to think about it. I don't care about Stoke or Chelsea anymore, or Everton or West Brom. Was it? Yeah, we should have it sewn up, and this should be a testimonial game. But it doesn't matter. We we play the best when we are forced to play the best, yeah. and and we're gonna go out there. There's gonna be no tired legs. Believe me, they're all gonna go out there wanting to win this game. Yeah. And I've got no doubt in my mind that they're going to show it up. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? And I think we we you know we said before this team plays better when it's fighting together against a common goal, and whether that's against an opponent or whether it's against fatigue or whatever. Yeah. There's no, you know, Brighton should be on the beach. They're safe. They're sorted. Their season's over. This should be a bit of a procession for a bit of a trip up to Liverpool for them, and you know, hopefully in the sunshine and whatever. Yeah. And this is a great chance for the the, the fans again to get together, kind of like we did for the Bournemouth game. I think it was, you know, just go and generate generate yeah. a great atmosphere. Give well. the give the lads a bit of a, a a bit of a G up. And as you say, we've had a week since Chelsea by the time this comes around yeah. you've then got two weeks till the final exactly. so there should be no issues of oh I'm a bit tired no you go out you go flat out and it wouldn't shock me if we had like a behind closed doors game in a week but it also wouldn't shock me if Cop turned around and went right you've got four days off after this or he takes them all away for somewhere for a bit just to make sure everyone gets a bit of sun yeah. gets the feet up bit of warm weather relaxation you know that, that kind of stuff and this we, we've we've got a good record more recently of doing that club saying right no this is it there's no taking your eyes off the prize here because we haven't got a midweek game yeah we've got and nothing else is to think about really other than getting the three points against yeah Brighton. and that, and that's why I'm so confident and look it's gonna be navy it's gonna be navy the people are gonna be but then but then if I'm at if I'm at Anfield. Instead of me channeling my nerves onto the pitch, the best way to do that is to sing and not think about it. Yeah. Whenever I'm nervous at a football game, all I want to do is sing it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no shouting at the players. That get us, that gets us nowhere. Yeah. When you're actively cheering on and going, "Ah, unlucky," keep it going, keep it going. It's your last chance this season to see them at Anfield. Yeah. Give them a send off. That that, you know what I mean? They deserve this send off, yeah. regardless of result. Yeah. They deserve. Being cheered to the to the nines, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be boss. Absolutely, and I think that's right. And I think you know the, the Middlesbrough game was a lot harder than it needed to be last yeah. season. It was a bit, it was just a massive. Oh, as I said, yeah. as we slumped across the line, <laughs> there's a big look. And look, I've taught it's been running theme of this season is the fear, and you know we've talked about this, and now it still will exist. That you know what if because we've left ourselves in a situation where it's that it's 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 yeah. left to ninety minutes now. Obviously, Chelsea have got Huddersfield on home on Wednesday. Mm. You'd expect that to be a formality, so it will go down to the last game. But we'll know that it's in our hands. It is, and, and it. as you say. What Liverpool need to do is they just need to go out and go out all guns blazing. And rather than do what Liverpool has done for 20 years, so I've seen us fuck things up on the last game of the season so many times yeah. in 20, 25 years, you know. And, and so we just need to go out and do what this team has done all season long. That's and that's go out, 
play our footy, play aggressively, play with everything, leave nothing on the pitch, and have that game. If you want, if they want the procession, if they feel like all oh, they've got is sixty minutes in their legs before it all falls apart, go and give me the best sixty minutes, the hardest run sixty minutes you've given all season. Because, and it, let's be honest, Tom as well. Yes, with threadbare. But, you know, there's, there's talk Adam Lallana could well be back for the final. Yeah. There's talk Emre Chan could be back for the final. Yeah. We're going to have a couple of more options there. All of a sudden, you know, there should be players thinking. Uh, Stephen, that's a great quote from Stephen Gerrard and Carragher's echoed it as well, saying when you get that place in the team, you want to fight, you want to oh. battle, you want to keep everyone else out of that team. And so there's chances that those lads don't care how, how fatigued they think they are, they should be going out there and dying for this. And leaving no doubt in the manager's mind that they're on the team sheet when it comes to the Champions League final. Definitely, and I think we're just going to push up on their back line. I'm, I'm be really surprised if Brighton, maybe they'll come out at us. That would be really, really nice. Give us a bit of space just for Salah to go. But I think when we're playing against Chelsea and we're, and we're coming up against the back back nine, I guess it was, and they're really, really, really top players with a top top coaching system yeah. in place there I'm not saying Brighton aren't they deserve to be safe you yeah. know what I mean they've, they've had a good season but if you can if Liverpool can't go out there and do what they've done to so many teams this season think about Swansea that 5-0 you need to go out there we and beat them away from home with Genie Van Aldem in the back three there you go. There, no, <laughs> you know there what I mean? This, this, this is the thing, and these are the things that you know that you can you can look back and go, wow. But it's not it's not arrogance. It's fact at this point that this team has got itself into this position. Liverpool are not here by accident, by design. Yeah. And look again, it will boil down to this, and the same will go for 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 Kiev. Is that it's you wouldn't as as a as in life all you ever do is you fight for things to be in your hand. There are certain situ- situations in life where the decisions are taken out of your hands and you've got to sit at home and you've got to twiddle your thumbs and you've got to wait for other people to act or not act in order for your life to move on. This is not that. Exactly. This is, that's what Chelsea are at. Exactly. This is what yeah. Chelsea, are. the Chelsea fucking players are thinking, well, we could work our absolute bollocks off here. We could smash Huddersfield and we can go into the last game of the season and we can go and do that and Liverpool can just turn up and record a comfortable win. And it's done and we're not playing Champions League football that's next it. season. If Liverpool, this is this is a, this is a, a wonderful test of character to Brendan Rodgers it in the best possible way <laughs> is that yes it's not a super competitive game yes it now leaves us with a bit of a gap which, is, which could create its own issues before Kiev but we have got we've got something to fight for we've got something to play for we've got one more thing to test the the mental strength and the physical strength of this team so I'd say bring it on yeah. because I'd actually much rather us have a game that matters with the gap yeah. to the Champions League final, rather than us be sitting around in the sun with Dom Solanke, yeah. you know, rocking it on his own up front and Mo Salah sitting in the stands with the exactly. sunnies on. Fuck that. This is fine. Exactly. And, and, and you think them players have enjoyed every single second of travelling around Europe and playing in European games. So they're going to want that again. It's not just about, it's not about pride or anything like that. It's to create these memories again, regardless. And, and, they obviously want that. We all obviously want that, and that's why I'm not too worried. I, I, I've been worried at other games in the season, but we've fought tooth and nail to get where we are. And you're right, we it's in our hands. Yeah. There's no one else who can control our own destiny except for ourselves. We, we have, you know, we've earned the right. We've we've disappointed. This team has, has let us down too many times at the at the end of the season. Whether it's like Gerard send off and all that kind yeah. of stuff in between. We've got to play your last home, last home game of the season as the last game of the season. You know, there's a chance that barring a few, you know, a few thousand Brighton fans, you could talk on the best part of fifty thousand Reds who are going to stick around yeah. after the game. And it's you know, it's you know, we've had laps of appreciation, and that it will be a lap of appreciation because we've won nothing yet. Mm-hmm. But this is the closest thing Liverpool have had to a lap of honour in far too long, yeah. and that is within the grasp of these players. They've earned the right to not just be cheered on by the away fans, to have the appreciation of every single red in that stadium. So I, I listen, Liverpool football club, Liverpool football club players. We hand this over to you. I'm going to be there. We're going to be screaming behind your back to get in there, get stuck in, and get it done. We're going to support you. Let's just do it together, like we've done so far so well this season, and book top four, and then we can just go in and just 
just squeeze every ounce of effort and enjoyment out of a Champions League final. I can't wait. I cannot wait at all. Um, brilliant. Got some questions coming in there. Uh, Nolo Mashita says, a man with a million pounds points a gun at your head and says, choose one song to sing and you have to get every single word right. If you do, you get a million pounds. If you don't, you die. What song do you sing? I've got it sorted. Uh, Riverside by Sidney Sampson. There's okay. two words <laughs> in the chorus. The Genie Wine Aldum song. Um, <laughs> Uh, but in all seriousness, it's probably easy by Lionel Richie. I know all the words for some reason. I was gonna go like like something dead simple, like Wonderwall or something. But there's a bit in the song, any song where it slightly changes. Just is it that the bridge or it just shit? It yeah. just changes like one word, two days. They'll never throw it back to you. You know, like you know that. The, it, and I always, you go, oh crap. <laughs> Is it that part or that part? So even though I've heard Wonderwall seven bazillion times, I don't think I could ever, ever no. get that song right. But I also thought there's an option to go super simple. But I say, nah, screw that. Rap God by Eminem. Rap God by... <laughs> <laughs> Waterfalls by TLC. Um, no, is to go The Hurricane by Bob Dylan. Okay. I want okay. eight minutes yeah. of the entire life story <laughs> of, of, of of former boxer and wrongly imprisoned uh, the hurricane. And 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 because I, I reckon I pretty I can do it. I can do it. You'd have earned a, a million pounds there. You'd have earned that. You know what I mean? If you're gonna do it, put on a show. Yeah. And if you get it wrong, you won't know because you'll be shot in the head. <laughs> exactly. There you it go. Matter yeah, it way. matter. Um, yeah, let us know in the comments below what is the song that you would sing for a million pounds or death. Um, right, one final football question, and it is an absolute belt, and it got me really thinking. And I apologise. This might not. This might lead to some nerves ahead of the final. Yeah. Uh, Sam Miley asks: European Cup final goes to penalties. Who are your five takers? Who are your five takers? This is so hard. <laughs> I don't know in what order because that's a whole different question in itself. But you've not put them in order. Well, I've put them in an A order, but I don't. You've like, not. So you've not specifically chosen the order. I have. That's of, all gone into my thinking. The, psych, the, the psychological warfare to be out there, mate. So I've gone Milner, yes. Firmino, Van Dijk, Trent, and Mane. Wow. Glaring you've omission. left. So let's do this in order. You've left our final penalty to Sadio Mane. Yeah. Why? Because I watched him take a pen on YouTube and it went in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I, I don't know. Else here's to... the thing. You've not put Mo Salah in. Why? Because I feel like he's going to blast it down the middle. And that works. It can work. But I want someone like... I'm, I'd, I'd take a Balotelli, who you know is putting it bottom corner every yeah. time. Gerard Milner does it every time. Firmino, to an extent... Um, I just I know he can do it under pressure but I don't want him to be last pen and he misses it I here's the thing I've gone James Milner first because I think you need a, a safe pen here's the problem like a few of these players like there's three of these lads I've seen miss penalties and then we don't we just don't have that yeah. expert penalty taker so there is a degree of gamble with this which is what makes me concerned but Milner look safe and steady as you go stand him up first I've sent Jordan Henderson up second because I think he's wanted to be pen taker for a while and he's been superseded Fair a bit. Enough, yeah. Captain, he, he would just show massive bollocks by saying, I'm st I'm stepping up and, and doing this and he's not got a great record and it would make me dead edgy, to be fair. I've then gone Trent yeah, because I think he's probably got it in him because you, yeah. look, you can take set pieces and it's just, there's a, there's just big, massive balls on the lads. Send yeah. them up there and whatever. I've then gone Bobby Firmino because I think he's another of our good penalty takers. Again, he's missed some. I think if he scores that one against Sevilla, yeah. I think he's just our pen taker. Yeah, We've yeah, had yeah. issues with that. And I've put Mo Salah fifth because of the Egypt reason. Yeah. I don't want Mo Salah taking any of the first four pens for Liverpool no. at all because I think he would blast down the middle, whereas I think he's proven that he's got the nerve and he's got the bollocks to just kick it into the goal. All the chips are down. Yeah. Score your fifth penalty to win. Who do you give it to in our team? Yeah, fair enough. The only lad who's had the bollocks to send an entire country to a World Cup yeah. is Mohamed Salah. He's taking me fifth penalty. If it goes to sudden death, I have got no idea. Sudden death. Virgil, maybe. Van I think Van Dijk could have a good pen on him. I actually really do. It, this is this is the last thing I want to happen because look at their squad and their penalty takers. 
they will all go top in. Yeah. And that's the annoying thing. And yeah. look, we they'll we'll, all go top in, but you always have someone who goes off like like bloody reset or whatever yeah. who, who, who goes against the plan and tries to be clever and sticks it in the opposite corner. Marcelo will blast it over. Yeah, exactly. It, it, I really don't want that to happen. I can remember 05 pens. The nerves that I had in that, and this will be so much, so much worse. Yeah, just please don't do this to me. And I think we've got it. I think it's not as bad as all that. I, uh, yeah, it would have been nice if the referee has just given us some friggin' pens during the season, <laughs> yeah, so we yeah, could have yeah. practiced this at some point. Yeah, um, but no, it, it, it'll be what it'll be. And I think you know we've got enough strong characters in that team. Um, that it should be, it should be fine. Oh. It should be fine. I've, sat, I've just said this is the enjoyable period. We should have waited a week for this, Tom. What was I thinking? What, um, what, what game was it where we had like we went round and round and round? Oh, the League Cup wasn't it? it was, uh, was that Middlesbrough? Middlesbrough. Where's Lucas when you? Where's Colo Torre? Yeah, where's Jordan Rossiter where's Jordan Williams if we can get through that we can get through Real yeah, I, I hope absolutely brilliant thanks for watching and listening to Red Men Radio drop a like uh, drop a five star review as well if you enjoy what we do always appreciate it. and if you want more podcasts we nail this stuff week in week out the final word the man of the match podcast crystal stats and tactics in depth and detail the Reds transfer roundup. We've got every element of Liverpool Football Club support covered and it helps make all of this possible as well. So if you go to the redmentv.com, sign up, start your free month trial. My word, what a few weeks we've got building up. Okay. I say, if you think the enjoyment is here, if you think the excitement's here, wait till you see what we've got coming up. We have got some absolutely phenomenal content lined up. I highly encourage you to start your subscription and yeah, become a supporter of the Redmen TV. Um, yeah, and 248,000 on YouTube as well. So yeah. let's get that to 250. Yeah, love that. And finally, we've got our LALA t shirts, which are size where it's size good, good, good cotton blend. Yeah. So I was enjoying it very much. In fact, leg it round here. Let's have That's what you Look at that. They are available. They're available right now on the Redmen TV shop. Uh, bigcartel.com. Um, so the yeah. one shirt that I wear with something that's not playing. Yeah, that's you know it. I mean? you know, which I'll is the highest shirt. possible praise from Tom. He literally doesn't wear any t-shirts with anything on other than a LA. Yeah. And as I say, tickets available for the live show as well. This Saturday, come down, hang out with us. It's going to be an absolute belter of a laugh because it's been a belter of a season. The podcast will return next week. With yet more build up to the final in <laughs> Kiev and wrapping the season up. But until then, thank you very much for listening, watching, and walk on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.